When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bitcoin just actually tapped a new annual high of 44,500, 50,000 income in. Send it and let's freaking go. In today's show, I'll be sharing the latest Bitcoin technical analysis. And according to Plan B, 91% of all the Bitcoin is in profit. So congratulations. Feels like ETF approval is leaking and the SEC insiders are buying it up. How long will the SEC be able to contain it? We'll be discussing this. Also breaking news, JP Morgan CEO Jamie the Tapeworm Diamond says he would close down Bitcoin and cryptocurrency if he were the government. Quoting him here, the only true use case for it is criminals, drug traffickers, money laundering, and tax avoidance. He forgets he just had to pay a $920 million fraud fine for manipulating precious metal markets. So you already know. Also in today's show, Bitcoin halving 2024. We'll be discussing this along with the Bitcoin ETF hype driving the price up. We'll also be discussing Bitcoin ordinals topping a billion dollar market cap after 850% monthly gain. And speaking of ordinals, they could be stopped if blockchain bug is patched. According to devs and quoting Max Kaiser, Bitcoin's code is sufficient to wipe out all the central banks. Fiat money and ish coins, it's called the Bitcoin singularity. And along the way, some bugs and barnacles like ordinals will get scraped <laughs> scraped away. Let's go and let Satoshi. Also in today's show, BlackRock and Bitwise update their spot Bitcoin ETF filings amid the SEC approval hype, as well as large asset managers are getting ready to buy Bitcoin ahead of the spot Bitcoin ETF launch, according to Moody's director. That's right. We'll also be sharing some clarity from Max Kaiser regarding Qatar and their sovereign wealth fund purchasing $500 billion worth of Bitcoin, sending a god candle of 100000 he shares. To add clarity, my source said, Bitcoin makes our half a trillion sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert it all into Bitcoin. And speaking of that, if this were to turn into fruition, is a god candle to 100000 possible for the king crypto? We'll be discussing this plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Net. Today is pod episode number 1483. I'm your host, JV, and today is December 6, 2023. Let's kick it off with our market watch as we do each and every day. Here we go. We got Bitcoin in the green and pumping like it ain't no thing. Uh, above 44,000 at the time of the live, up 0.6%. On the day, we've had a hell of a week. Uh, in fact, we've had a hell of a fourth quarter here in uh, 2023. We've had a hell of a year. Bitcoin is now up probably over 160%. So let's get it. And checking out Ether, we can see it's correcting, but still above 2200. Cardano is breaking out. XRP is in the green and Solana and in the green. I like to zoom out to get a perspective of where we're truly at. For the week, Bitcoin's up 16%. Ether up 10.5%. We also have BNB, XRP, Cardano, every major crypto in the green on the weekly. And more perspective, let's zoom out on the monthly. Wow, 25% on the month. 
not too shabby for the king. We have Ether up 19%, Solana up 55%, Cardano up 30%, and Doge up almost 39%. Two of the cryptos in the top that are not in the green for the month would be BNB, probably due to the lawsuit and the 4.3 billion fine. And XRP is also down uh, 5% on the month. And checking out crypto, I mean coinmarketcap.com. We knew, now have a new annual high for the market cap at 1.6 trillion. Let's go. The all-time high was back in November of 2021, and that was roughly three trillion. So we're more than half the way there. Let's get it. The 24-hour volume back on the rise at roughly 82 billion. Bitcoin dominance on the rise, you already know, 53.8%. Ether dominance on the decline. <laughs> and checking out the SOT 100 crypto gainers for the past 24 hours, we got BitTorrent up 95%. What in the world is going on there? Holy moly. We have Helium up 43% and Beam Beeman up 22%. So massive gains across the entire crypto sector. Which altcoins, if any, are you most bullish on for the bull run? Holla at your boy, fam. And checking out Crypto Bubbles to get a visual perspective on the day. You can see the top gainers are BTT and HNT, followed by WeMix and Beeman. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fair Index. We're still in the 70s at a 72 greed. Yesterday at 75, last week at 72, and last month at 74 in greed. So there you freaking have it. How many of you are pretty pumped for the price action this month for Christmas? And where do you feel the price action is likely to take us for the peak of this year. Do you think we'll top 50 G's, baby? Do you think we'll potentially hit 60? Do you think a God candle is possible this year before the next? What if they were to announce, yo, Qatar, we converting a half a trillion into Bitcoin, let's get it. You know the hype surrounding that would be lit, right? But without further ado, we have so much to cover. So let's kick it off with our Bitcoin technical analysis. Check out the charts where the price action is likely to go next. Let's get it. Here we go. Should be able to see this here on your screen. This headline reads, Bitcoin's up 170%. Since the European Central Bank called it the last gasp at 16.4. Take that, haters. Yes, screw the European Central Bank. <laughs> now, Bitcoin has gained almost 170% since the ECB warned of its impending irrelevance. And uh, as noted, crypto proponent Eric Wall and others, December 4th, the Bitcoin price has done the complete opposite of the economist's predictions. That's right, because they lie to you. The same way Jim Cramer gets on television every day and lies to you. Things like, Mr. Bitcoin's going down. I would dump all of my Bitcoin. And then Bitcoin soars 80%. It's an orchestra attack and these are the enemies of Bitcoin. So screw them all. Bitcoin traded at just 16.4 on November 30th, uh, 2022. The ECB published a blog post dedicated to his death. <laughs> Who got the last laugh? Now, coming just after the implosion of the FTX exchange, the subsequent market flight, the post argued that even those levels were a stopping point on the way to new lows. The value of Bitcoin peaked, we know, on November 10th at 69 Gs, baby. And that was back in 2021 before falling to 17,000 mid-June of 2022. And since then, the value has fluctuated around 20,000. It stated, for Bitcoin proponents, the seeming stabilization signals a breather on the way to new heights. More likely, however, it is an artificially induced last gasp before the road to irrelevance. And this was already foreseeable before FTX went bust and sent the Bitcoin price well below 16 Gs. You see this FUD, fam? It's wild. This last 
gasp initially continued to play out after ironically gaining on the day of publication. Bitcoin then saw one revisit of 16.4 mid-December. And after that, a swift comeback saw it add 70% in quarter one of this year alone, thanks to those bank runs, right? Now, a year after the ECB's premature obituary, Bitcoin's at its highest since April of 2022, sitting pretty at currently above 44,000. We just tapped a high of 44.5 and we just getting this party started. Commenting on the amusing blunder, Philip Swift, creator of Look Into Bitcoin, joined Wall in feeling a sense of satisfaction, quoting Philip Swift. You love to see it, he said. And Alex Thorne also said, ahead of the firm-wide research at Crypto Education Resource Galaxy, curated the ECB's prowess, he shared. This really is as good as it gets. If they are this wrong about this, what else are they wrong about? Absolutely everything. Question everything. Here you're looking at the Bitcoin one-week chart with Bitcoin versus the euro. So go figure, right? Now, the ECB is known as a Bitcoin skeptic with takes on the market by the bank and its senior officials, often inducing embarrassment. Last month, we had ECB chief Christine Lagarde complain that her son ignored her advice on investing into crypto and lost money as a result. Quoting her here, I have, as you can tell, a very low opinion of cryptos. Yeah, more FUD from Lagarde. What more would you expect? They're the enemy of Bitcoin fam. And in other breaking news, 91% of all the Bitcoin hodlers are in profit because 91% of the Bitcoin itself is in profit, as Plan B points out here. So massive congratulations to each and every one of you holding Bitcoin. Well done. It paid to be a part of the HODL gang, didn't it? Feels like ETF approval is leaking and the SEC insiders are buying. How long will the SEC be able to contain it? Not much longer, clearly. Now, Stock the Flow predicts a target for the King Crypto post-2024 halving between $100,000 and a million dollars per coin. So send it and let's get it. Now, this just in, Jamie Dimon, this is all over X right now. There's no way not to see it. JP Morgan CEO, I refer to as Jamie the Tapeworm Diamond, says he would close down Bitcoin and crypto if he was the government. He shares, the only true use case for it is criminals, drug traffickers, money laundering, and tax avoidance. Now, we all know he had to pay a $920 million fine, his firm, uh, JP Morgan Chase, because they get caught money laundering and doing illegal-ish all the time. The only difference, they have friends in high up places. There's no difference between uh, Bankman, Freed, and Jamie Dimon. The difference just friends up in higher places, I'm telling you. Zero, I appreciate the super, my fam. He says, thanks again for your dedication and hard work. I don't catch the lives as much as I'd like, but when I do, it makes my day. JV for Prez 2024, let's go. Thank you, Zero, means the world to me. Much love, much respect. So what's your thoughts surrounding Jamie Dimon's FUD? Later, we're gonna do a react session and play the actual clip over on Rumble, but I wanna know your thoughts. And uh, so let's tap into our next story of the day, shall we? Let's now discuss the 2024 halving, which is only four months away. This is an event we have been waiting our entire lives for. It feels like, you know what I mean? How many of you can relate? But anyways, it's around the corner. So let's discuss how the market's about to react to this bullishness we're about to embark. The potential approval of the spot ETF funds and the looming Bitcoin mining reward having and major regulatory enforcement actions have a profound psychological effect on market prices. This is the key takeaway from the Next Block Expo conference in Berlin as Bitcoin now topped uh, over 44,000 for the first time in over a year. We have the 
Anna Mocha brand CEO by the name of Robbie Young. We have the Gummy Cryptos Capital Management Partner, Miko, and Binance Regional uh, Manager, Jonas Junger, and Polka Starters Business Development Lead, Zhao Latit, waited in on the weather crypto bear market was coming to an end in a conversation. I mean, clearly it has come to an end. The end was the 15,700 bottom, was it not? Now, considering the influence of the four-year cycles between Bitcoin mining reward halvings, uh, they liken the rhythm to that of a medieval battering ram. <laughs> Quoting them here, every four years we swing the ram and we smash. Four years is long enough that the people inside the castle think we have gone away, according to the venture capitalists. Now, they also say that the having involves an inherent uh, focal point mechanism, which is a game theory concept and social phenomenon where people or organizations can coordinate without communication. Facts. It is important to think about it as a psychological training phenomenon because each time it works, it inclines people to go with it the next time it happens. That's right. He also suggested the Bitcoin stock to flow model clearly shows the actual cut in the Bitcoin supplies getting smaller with each and every having, which means the actual mathematical economic effect is smaller. Now, they echoed these sentiments by highlighting the deflationary mechanism of the Bitcoin protocol and that there is never talk of having the fiat money supply. They do the complete opposite. They just print trillions like it ain't no thing. Quoting them here, it's just such a foreign concept to everything with fiat money that every time it occurs, it's just such a celebration of we are doing something completely different here. Now, they also provided another interesting perspective, noting that while uh, there were just two projects that directly work in the Bitcoin ecosystem out of some 500 investments. The preeminent blockchain remains very impactful in what it does. The Anamoka CEO says the effect is similar to any business where interest rates, employment figures, and other big macroeconomic signals have an impact, even if they are not directly impacting you, quitting him here. So for us, I think Bitcoin is our central bank. I like that. Bitcoin is our central bank. Hey, Bitcoin is our Swiss bank account. That's right. Remember that private seed and take your Bitcoin with you to the afterlife. And if you're Coming back in reincarnation, you already know, fam. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts on that. Uh, quoting Robbie Young, after all these years, I finally met this dude when we got a chance to do a panel today in Berlin. We are emerging from the bear market and the honey badger is getting fat. Amen. Where my honey badgers at? Where my cyber hornets make some freaking noise? The pending approval of several spot ETFs in the US is being widely cited as a significant driver of Bitcoin's recent appreciation to now the 45,000 range, practically. Young offers a very short takeaway to why this is the case. The potential income from Bitcoin ETFs is estimated to be 10 to 12 billion dollars. I say it's gonna be even higher. Now for an exchange like Binance, the potential for an immediate price spike is another important consideration which can test the systems of a number of global exchange operators. These kind of events are critical in the running of the exchange. It is a matter of succeed or fail in terms of providing the underlying infrastructure when the news goes out and you see the green wick. Now, Binance's regional director shared the following. All of a sudden, with this ETF vehicle, you will no longer have synthetic financial instruments that reflect the price of Bitcoin. You'll have an actual spot. It's all secured. It's all in custody preach. So there you have it. Now, some more quotes from this conference in Berlin. During the bull market euphoria, a lot of companies overspent. They didn't build a treasury, which is super important. They also say, we still advise them not to mind that everyone is excited. You must have a long-term intelligence. Make sure that you have a runaway for a few years. Bitcoin is my runaway for a few years. Bitcoin is my insurance policy. Bitcoin is my hedge against inflation. Bitcoin is my hedge against 
deflation. Bitcoin is my store of value. Bitcoin is unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is immutable. Bitcoin is borderless. Bitcoin is incorruptible. You know what I mean? So get it while the going is hot because these prices aren't going to last long. You already know. Just bought more Bitcoin. Congratulations to Stephen Hubs. Get it lit in this mofo. Congrats, fam. But anyways, we still got a lot to share. So let's break down our next story of the day and discuss the Bitcoin ordinals and the hype surrounding it. This is pretty wild, actually. Uh, Bitcoin ordinals coin, Ordi, is now up over 850% on the month. And it just past the one billy market cap. And we're also going to be discussing the Bitcoin ordinals could be stopped if blockchain bug is patched, according to the uh, devs. So let's see what's going on right now with ordinals. The Bitcoin ordinals base ordi token has become the first BRC20 token to top a billion market cap after staging a triple digit monthly and weekly percentage gain. Ordi notched new all-time highs of over $65 December 5th, surging more than 850% from around $6.80 November 5th. And according to CoinGecko, Ordi is up 216% over the past week. The sudden Ordi price uptick saw it become the first BRC20 token to reach a billion dollar market cap December 5th. And at the time, it has a valuation of 1.3 billion. Jesus. Ordi has dropped slightly from the high and is trading under 61 bucks, but still over 2,000% increase from its September 11th all-time low of $2.86. This was first launched by Casey Rod Armor. The protocol allowed for inscribing content onto the Bitcoin blockchain, including NFTs, entirely new tokens using the BRC20 token standard. Now, how many of you have used uh, BRC20 uh, ordinals or have Bitcoin-related NFTs? Do let me know. Ordinals inscribed assets rapidly gained in popularity with the wider blockchain community. And after the brief decline in inscription activity in October, the Binance decision to list Ordi on the November 7th seemed to reignite enthusiasm of the asset. And according to Dune Analytics, more than 48 million ordinal assets have been inscribed. Jesus. Since the protocol's inception, have seen more than 146 million in fees paid to the Bitcoin network. Now, the downside, we got to point out, right? The downside is it's congesting the Bitcoin blockchain. So a lot of people are against ordinals, but I'd love to know your thoughts. So let's dive into this next story, discussing that something might be done about this. According to some core developers, quoting Luke DeSure, PSA, inscriptions are exploiting a vulnerability in the Bitcoin core to spam the blockchain. Bitcoin core has since 2013 allowed users to set a limit on the size of the extra data and transactions they rely or mine and by obstruction their data as program code. So the bug is allowing inscriptions to bypass the limit, which was recently fixed in the latest update to Bitcoin Knots, which is a Bitcoin core derivative with less tested or untested features backported from and sometimes maintained outside the core code. Now, another user shared the following. Bitcoin Core is still vulnerable in the upcoming V26 release. And on December 6th, the centralized mining protocol Ocean, where Dashir's chief technology officer said on X, that the Bitcoin Knots upgrade fixes this longstanding vulnerability exploited by modern spammers. So there you have it. People are spamming the Ordinals uh, network, congesting the blockchain and driving up the fees. I think the Bitcoin blockchain fees are up like over 700% year to date, which is pretty outrageous. He also says nobody ever allowed ordinals. It's been an attack on Bitcoin from the start. Now, do you agree with the sentiment? Do you think ordinals was an attack on the Bitcoin and blockchain? Or do you feel this was just something necessary in the evolution step to bring NFTs to Bitcoin? Let me know your thoughts. Now, the ordinals protocol we know was launched in 2023, just this year. So it's kind of crazy for the market cap to surpass 1.3 billion in such a short period of time. Yeah, I mean, now here's Max's sentiment. Bitcoin's code is sufficient to wipe out all the central banks, the fiat money, and the ish coins. 
which is the Bitcoin singularity. And along the way, some of the bugs and barnacles like ordinals will get scraped away. Let's go and let's Satoshi. So there you have it. We still got a lot to cover. Welcome, Rev. What it do, Majin? Appreciate you guys supporting the channel. Let's now discuss what's happening with the spot ETFs as the race continues for the exchange-traded fund in the United States. Here we go. Two companies, BlackRock, the world's largest asset manager, and Bitwise recently filed an amendment to their spot Bitcoin ETF app with the SEC just recently on Monday. Now, commenting on the filings, we have Bloomberg ETF analyst James Seifert, who shared the following. They're just pouring in. We have another spot Bitcoin ETF S1 prospectus amendment tonight. This one is from BlackRock. SEC is obviously giving multiple issuers the same or very similar instructions. Definitely a good sign. Another post wrote that the second S1 prospectus amendment from Bitwise Invest for their spot, Bitcoin ETF, conversations still happening with the SEC and potential issuers. And last week or the week before, also the SEC met with Grayscale and BlackRock a couple of times. So this means it's a great sign that we're going to get this ETF because they're already entertaining it by having conversations with the top asset managers. Now, the prospect of a spot Bitcoin ETF is receiving SEC approval has generated significant excitement, to say the least, here in the crypto sphere. Bitcoin enthusiast Pomp Liano, shout out Pomp, speculated the Bitcoin ETF issuers are updating their app so fast that you'll have to think that they're preparing for an approval at the same time that will kick off one of the most insane marketing blitzes in financial market history as these large firms compete for billions in assets under management. And quick shout out to Driver. I appreciate the super chat. He says, smash the like, guys. Let's freaking go. Rocket ship to the moon. You're too kind, fam. Greatly appreciate that. And shout out to Pompliano. Uh, Safeheart, the ETF analyst opine. The wheel is still turning. Both the SEC and these issuers are working hard to iron the things out. These filings are likely the result of many conversations and a lot of man hours on both between the both sides. The Bloomberg analyst explained on Friday that the window for the spot ETF approval is officially January 5th to the 10th, literally one month away. Who's ready? Let me know. Quoting him here. Really, this means that any potential approval orders are going to come on either Monday, January 8th, Tuesday, January 9th, or Wednesday, January 10th, which is the final day of the deadline. Mark your calendar, people. We're about to get lit. He's predicting a 90% chance of a spot Bitcoin ETF approval by that deadline, which is January 10th. Now, how many of you feel we're likely to get the green light? in January, and how do you feel that will impact the price action of the market before we hit that halving? All right, fam, let's dive into our next story of the day. We still got a few stories to share with you. Next up, let's discuss the massive buys taking place right now, especially at the institutional level. You know what I mean? We even got sovereign wealth funds entertaining the idea uh, in Qatar of doing big things as well. So let's break this baby down. Here we go. Yanis, senior director with Moody's Analytics, provided insights into the factors behind the recent surge of the Bitcoin price action, highlighting the anticipated approval of the spot Bitcoin ETF by the US SEC. Moody's Analytics is a subsidiary of Moody's Corp that focuses on non-rating activities. Quoting them here, the biggest driver behind the surge in Bitcoin price is likely the number of applications for the spot Bitcoin ETF. And again, there's 13 currently on the desk of Gary Gensler, which are expected to be approved by the SEC in January, said the director in an email. He also says the race is heating up to launch these vehicles with large asset managers getting ready to acquire the underlying asset to offer the ETF to retail and institutional investors. Bloomberg has predicted a 90% chance of the SEC approving spot Bitcoin ETFs by January 10th. The securities regulator has been meeting with the ETF 
uh, and the exchanges, I mean, back and forth, the issuers, including BlackRock, ARK Invest, 21 shares, uh, Grayscale Investments, they're the holder of the largest Bitcoin uh, basically, they have the largest amount of Bitcoin on their balance sheet, 620,000 with their GBTC product to discuss their apps. And they're looking to convert that trust into a spot ETF. We also have uh, Skybridge Capital founder, Anthony Scaramucci, anticipating massive capital inflow from Wall Street and into Bitcoin when the spot ETFs officially launch. Former NYSE president, Tom Farley, similarly expects money to flood into the crypto industry with the approval of the spot ETF. Now, Rick Elderman last said uh, last week that the financial advisors are waiting for the SEC to approve spot Bitcoin ETFs so that they can offer these investments to their clients. JP Morgan, on the other hand, has warned that the spot ETFs can put severe downward pressure on the Bitcoin price. Now, we all know enemy of Bitcoin, Jamie Dimon, JP Morgan. So anything they say, we inverse it just like we uh, inverse Kramer. So if they're going to say this is going to bring severe downwards pressure on the price, the opposite's going to happen. We're about to go parabolic. Hallelujah. JP Morgan sucks. Jamie Dimon sucks. He's a snake in the grass. He's Jamie the tapeworm for a reason. Anything he says, don't believe it. We inverse it. Same as Kramer and you'll be set. You know what I mean? Do the opposite of what these mofos say and you'll be all right. Without further ado, let's now dive into our breaking story of the day. The country of Qatar, a very wealthy country. They're sitting on a half a trillion dollar sovereign wealth fund. And according to Max Kaiser, the high priest of Bitcoin, they may be converting their sovereign wealth fund of $500 billion into Bitcoin. And according to Max, this would give us a $100,000 God candle, sending the Bitcoin price action parabolic to new all-time highs. Here is the latest because he gave us some additional insights and context so you can better understand it. Thank you, Baller Bill. I appreciate you becoming a member of the channel. Welcome to the MicroStrategy. Much love. Baller Bill in the building. Let's go. So here's the latest from Max Kaiser. He tweeted this at 11.32 a.m. this morning. Update. To add clarity, my source said, Bitcoin makes our one half trillion sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert it all into Bitcoin. So there you have it. You asked for the clarity. You got it. Now, if you miss the breaking news the other day I've been sharing on the show, here's what Max tweeted. The God candle is a $100,000 uptick in Bitcoin and it's in play. It will shift the global axis of wealth and power in a single tick. Let's freaking go. He also says, I have one word for you. 100,000 Bitcoin God candle fans, Qatar. The rumors are getting very loud on this. Their sovereign wealth fund rumored and looking to buy a half a trillion of BTC. Now, how do you think that would likely impact the Bitcoin price? Holy moly. And you can see this isn't all just rumors. This, this is real. Max is working closely with El Salvador and President Bukele. In fact, Max is the genius behind the moves of what they're doing. So Max clearly knows he has some inside information and that's what he's trying to tell us. So here's the president of Qatar and the president of El Salvador, Najib Bukele. That's when they visited. And we're going to get to Caitlin Long's post uh, discussing some of this uh, as well. So let's read all the tweets I could uh, find regarding it. Here's the Caitlin Long post. I caught up with a big Bitcoiner and investor in Bitcoin infrastructure, Cus, and he said he doesn't think this rally is all about the spot ETF. He thinks it's about this too, referring to Qatar. I missed this at the time, but looking at it in the morning, it seems there was, wasn't much coverage at the time. That's right, it went under the radar. The news was back on September 12th, 
Check it out. This tweet dated September 12th, just in. The Emir of Qatar has landed in El Salvador. What do you think they're going to be talking about? Nation state adoption? Perhaps? 100%. And now that may be coming into fruition now that some time has gone by. Even Stacey Herbert on the 12th wrote uh, back in September, all of Bitcoin Twitter is trying to manifest this into happening. I mean, so you probably never saw this post, right? So again, it went under the radar. Nobody was really talking about it. But now Max is letting us know they have a half a trillion on deck currently in their sovereign wealth fund. And all they're looking to do is convert it into Bitcoin. Because as Max said in the tweet, let's go back to it. Check it out. I'm going to read it to you one more time. Update. To add clarity, here's what my source said. Bitcoin makes our half a trillion sovereign wealth fund effectively worthless. We should just convert it all into Bitcoin. So there you have it, my crypto fam. Let's read some more tweets. Uh, Kaiser recently tweeted, Bitcoin price was lagging behind the rise of the hash rate while competitor CZ and Binance was being targeted and then taken down at the behest of large Wall Street players. The price rise is now catching up to the implied hash adjusted price of 375,000 per Bitcoin. Send it. So there you have it. He's saying the true price is 375,000 with the current hash rate, which is the difficulty. He also recently shared, uh, someone wrote, why do some Bitcoiners act like spoiled brats about the gold price with Mad Max being the worst offended? I am up 50% on my junior gold mining stock in six months. Wow, 50% in six months. Max responds like a boss. I'm up 20 million percent since 2011 with my Bitcoin. That means for every dollar Max put into Bitcoin back in 2011, he's up 20 million percent, which means 20 million for every dollar. Good Lord, how many billions is the high priest really sitting on worth of Bitcoin? Let me know your thoughts, fam. Now, he also shared it took God six days to create heaven and earth. His son, Jesus, was here for 33 years. Bitcoin is approximately 90% done, but it's good enough now to wipe out all the fiat money, the central banks, the ish coins, and legacy nation states. Enjoy the ride. That's right. It's going to be one hell of a ride. He also, oh, I guess I shared that uh, tweet a little earlier. Uh, Samson Mao has some good tweets about Bitcoin hitting a million dollars. I'm going to read this, but first I want to actually tap into this. Is a God candle to $100,000 possible for Bitcoin? Well, let's discuss this, shall we? Here we go. The crypto market seems to be on the verge of finishing the highly successful 2023 with a final sprint here in the fourth quarter. The global crypto market cap recently surpassed 1.65 trillion, which is a new annual high. Bitcoin has been moving amongst the top performers, touching now 44,500, which is probably the highest level we have seen in roughly 20 months. Now, one example is Kaiser, the American filmmaker, outspoken proponent of the Bitcoin, you know what I mean? According to him, Bitcoin might experience a so-called God candle that can take its valuation as high as 100,000 per coin. And moreover, Kaiser thinks Bitcoin could catch up to the implied hash adjusted price of 375,000 per coin, which I just shared with you in uh, a tweet. Now, what are your thoughts surrounding this God candle actually turning into fruition? And I wanna share with you the latest from Samson Mao next. He says, Balaji, who is the former CTO of Coinbase, remember earlier in the year, there was a lot of hype surrounding the 
regional banking crisis. And Balaji said, Bitcoin's going to a million per coin within 90 days. And he did a big wager. I think it was a million dollars. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, clearly he wasn't correct. So here's what Samson Mao had to share in response. Balaji wasn't wrong about Bitcoin going to a million dollars per coin, but he was wrong in the timing and the catalyst. My 1 million call is based on a massive rapid influx of institutional capital while Bitcoin available for sale is at historic lows, compounded by the halving. His 1 mil prediction was uh, predicated on money printing and banks failing. Those two things could potentially be a driver for a rapid run to a million, but not likely. The money printing already happened and then dried up. It will take a few more years for the market to adjust accordingly. As for the banks failing, normies will just look for a safer bank. They aren't at the stage where they realize that no bank is really safe and that Bitcoin is the only option. One million Bitcoin in play. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Samson Mao. Pomp also shared some very insightful insights, but let me see if there's any tweets I'm missing regarding our breaking story. I want to make sure I cover it all. Here we go. Samson Mao. Let's clear up some Bitcoin terminology. A God candle has long been established to be a $10,000 up on the daily, aka the big green candle, the guy you see right here. <laughs> now, 100,000 green candle, not as yet named. I propose the Omega candle, a 1 million green candle, also not yet named. Any ideas? So what are your thoughts? What do you think we should call the 100,000 candle, considering the God candle already has a name of 10,000, according to Samson Mao? And what should we give the name of a million dollar green candle for the King Crypto? Please do let me know. I'm going to read some of the uh, responses out loud in a bit, but let's first read some of the responses from the tweet. Uh, someone said, Megalodon, generational wealth candle, Adam 3S candle, I guess that's Adam Back's username. Metaron candle or Metatron candle, the highest archangel of God. There's some good ones. I like Super Saiyan candle from my Dragon Ball Z fans out there. But what are your thoughts? Uh, please do let me know. And uh, I can share some more insights with you if you want. Obviously, another headline, Qatar Sovereign Wealth Fund dives into Bitcoin with the potential $500 billion investment. But we covered the bulk of this story. So I actually just want to share with you one extra little bonus from Anthony Pompliano. He wrote, Bitcoin miners are dominating the public markets. Check this out. Bitcoin mining continues to be an area worth paying attention to, regardless of what role you play in the market. First, we see the hash rate has been parabolic since the launch of the Bitcoin protocol. Look at that all-time hash rate chart. Good Lord. Talk about parabolic, right? The trend is even more pronounced. If you zoom in on the time frame from the 2018 bear market today, you can see the hash rate has continued to accelerate even though China banned Bitcoin mining when more than 50% of all mining was in the country's border. Now, the hash rate increases. Competition for the block subsidy becomes more intense. What exactly is the financial reward for winning that competition today? There was $40 million paid out in the last 24 hours to miners. That's $14 billion annualized. There's almost no scenario where hash rate is going to stop growing when more than 14 billion in revenue is up for grabs on an annual basis. Another area to pay attention to is minor revenue for transaction fees. Usually transaction fee revenue would spike in the bull market. Tons of people are trying to use the blockchain during the euphoric phase of the market cycle. So you have to pay the higher prices to use the finite amount of block space. Now, recently we've seen two major spikes in transaction fee revenue, although we're in the bear market though. There are largely driven these in ordinal uh, inscriptions, but still a significant departure from the past trends. And 
it has provided additional economic incentive for miners to continue competing for revenue. So exactly how have miners been performing? We can look at publicly traded miners to get a sense of how the industry players are doing this year. Check it out. Year to date, Marathon Digital is up 359%. Iris Energy, 356%. CleanSpark, 356%. Riot Platforms, 349%. Hive Digital, 159%. TerraWolf, 128%. And check out the Hut 8 Corporation, 1,228%. And they just completed an equal merger. Good Lord, the miners are killing it. This type of financial performance is impressive by itself, but it becomes even more eye-opening when you realize that five of the seven companies listed have more than double the performance of Bitcoin year to date. Another interesting data point is how the miners are handling the Bitcoin on their balance sheet. You can see that miners have been net sellers since the start of November, suggesting these organizations are taking advantage of the recent price appreciation, selling into the strength to drive further cash reserves. Thank you once again, Zero, for the super chat. He says, welcome everybody smash that like. Let's go. Now, overall, Bitcoin mining seems to be in a great spot. The hash rate is at all-time high levels. Miners are pulling in $14 billion plus in annualized revenue. The stock price of publicly traded companies is widely outperforming Bitcoin's price performance. And we have not yet experienced the Bitcoin having slated four months away for April 2024. The narrative in the Bitcoin community of buying and exclusively holding Bitcoin sounds good as a talking point, but it is essential that you think critically about what you're trying to accomplish from an investment perspective. It's hard to ignore the benefit of Bitcoin miners based on the market factors and stock performance. The gold community has long debated the pros and cons of holding gold versus buying gold mining stocks. The Bitcoin community is following fast on their heels with a similar debate. But as with most things in life, maybe the truth can be found closer to the middle ground than the extremes. So shout out Pompliano. What are your thoughts surrounding this with the Bitcoin miners? Are you bullish on them? I know BlackRock is. I know many of these major companies are. That's how they indirectly get exposure to Bitcoin. So let me know your thoughts, fam. And surrounding Qatar and their 500 billion sovereign wealth fund and converting it into Bitcoin. Do you think this will likely happen? And how will this impact the price? Do you think we can see a God candle? And what are the names of your God candle? Let me know. I appreciate it, fam. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in our live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. HODL!